0: Me and CJ run down the slate for the October 17th weekend. Little Friday doubleheader. Some uh, some good games at noon, but the big one at eight. Bama, Georgia. Going to be one of those games that decide the season. And the whole saving COVID question's big and their defense is bad. And Georgia might be complimentary. A little bit better of a football team. That'll be interesting. That'll be interesting. A lot of good games this weekend, and we'll break them down when you come back next on the porch so you know what to do. Grab that coffee, Phil style, or if it's in the evening, grab the drink, and come back and join us for more college football conversation, here with me and CJ on the porch. What's going on, CJ?
1: <laughs> hey, what's up, big man?
0: Oh, dude. Um... I'll tell you what, I mean, off the topic of football real quick, but how about the Braves putting a seven spot up on Kershaw on the pin there uh, in the NLCS, man? I know you've been salty about baseball since your game, <laughs> but uh, that, that was impressive. That was uh, extremely, extremely impressive. And, yeah,
1: uh, that was, yeah, maybe a little bit of revenge for the 11 spot they gave up the
0: other night. Yeah, well, you know, hey, I mean, Hey, in the end, if the series is being three one, it ends up being three one. But also, at the at the very moment here, got a little shootout in the uh, in the Fun Belt, uh, forty one to, well, going to about to be forty two all, here down in Arkansas State, Georgia State. So, uh, we'll kind of keep everybody a little uh, updated on that as we as we uh, talk here about the rest of the slate. As I was gonna say, I mean, you know, <laughs> that's where
1: my TV's at.
0: Oh yeah, hey, but see, I want to tell you what though, man, the the Fun Belt. This is the high-scoring game already in the history of the league, and they're in the third quarter. Wow, that's crazy. Um, but 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 not to mention, man, it's good football. Past two nights, Louisiana Coastal—that was a hell of a football game. The more I watch Coastal Carolina, the more I really like that team, man. That offensive scheme and system—it's pretty—it's pretty, it's pretty uh, entertaining and very multiple. And I feel like it'd be a tough, tough system. And once McCall gets you know, into a second, third, fourth, maybe fifth year, man, they're going to be real, real good.
1: Yeah, no. And that's the thing about Coastal too, um, is, is they all have kind of been always had kind of a very multiple look to them. Um, that's the one thing schematic wise, they've never really changed. Um, you know, they've had different coaches and stuff in there, but they've always tried to stay very multiple um, on offense. Um, I um actually he talked to one of their coaches one time when I was working for the uh, school paper there at Liberty um and kind of asked them about it and they were pretty honest about it and just said well you know the the more multiple you are uh, the more ballots you have just you know the more stuff we put on tapes, the more stuff they got have to watch and you know takes away from prep time so they've always kind of had a reasoning behind um why mm-hmm. they did it that way um, which is kind of cool, um and the, like i said they 've had some changes in coaching staff, but you know, that kind of filters from the kind of the top down and understanding of what they want, so good for coastal
0: yeah i mean and they're they 're playing some they 're playing some impressive football, Stanford seed kept kind of uh keeps joking that uh rank 'em already um i don 't know if I go that far yet, <laughs> but hey man, I mean you got to give them a lot of love, well, and it 's going to be fun to continue to see the the fun belt you know. And, and these teams duke it out here down the stretch because everyone thought Louisiana was the class of that conference. And I think we had a discussion about this. I'm not so sure that they were the class of the league or if Iowa State just really came in there unready to play week one and that allowed them to, to spring that well, up.
1: Well, you game. know, it, it's tough because I'm not so sure, you know, Louisiana was that much better than everybody else. I, You know, like you said, I think they caught Iowa State on, on the right weekend. Um, and I think maybe we crowned Iowa State maybe a little too early, too. Um, I,
0: hey, I, you, you can keep that Iowa State opinion to yourself, my friend, because I'm, I'm really starting to buy what I'm seeing out of Matt Campbell. We'll talk about yeah, that later. but, but and um, here's my
1: thing, and here's why I'm with Stanford Stephen Rankum, yeah. and, and you and I did have this conversation, and I think Marshall ought to be ranked, too, is here's the reality. In, in what has been this crazy of a year, you know, I'm sorry, but the Pac-12 hasn't played. There shouldn't be a Pac-12 in the ranking. Flat out. Luckily, there's and only one. I'm going to make some people upset with this. I don't think there should be any Big Ten teams ranked because they haven't played either.
0: Hey, so, you I'll know what? Rank some subject. of these
1: other smaller schools. I don't, huh? think, I don't, I don't think, what are you they should, in the long run?
0: I, I, I'm with you. I'm with you. I don't think they should have been ranked till this, this week coming up. They finally are in the schedule next yeah, I mean, week. I, Before that, I, they shouldn't have been. To be ranked for what, three, three weeks to a month was I mean, ridiculous. Oh, man, that was a vicious targeting. Whew. Oh, Lord. That's going to be yeah. a meme for a while, man. Yeah. I if you saw that or not. Old Bonner from Arkansas State about uh, – they're going to be asking where he's at for about yeah, a week. Yeah, no or joke. Man, I think. But my thing is, is – My bad. <laughs> Get back. Well, to here's the my thing. There, if, if you haven't played,
1: you that shouldn't you know, be in the rankings. But here's the other thing. What do, what do you hurt in these small programs to give them an opportunity to be ranked? If nothing else, if if nothing else, we can help helping right? get a, a coach there, get him a little couple extra thousand dollars. Like just, just do it. It's 2020. It's not like you're putting them in the top ten. But let Coastal right. have a I'm 25 by their name I mean, for a do. week. It it doesn't hurt anybody.
0: No, not at all. Not at all. Um, and 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 I think if they keep winning, they will in turn eventually have that ranking beside their name and that little number. Uh, heading into the weekend. But, uh, and you know, hey, beating Louisiana will give you a lot of love. And, and you know, I, I'll, I'll say that. I mean, and then they're going to have more opportunities a little bit later on. If Arkansas State wins tonight, then you've got to win over them, who's got a good offense, and beat Kansas State, who seems to keep winning. So, you know, I think things will continue to get love uh, from the pollsters as the season goes, for sure.
1: Yeah, I mean, I, I definitely think they're going to get some love. So DJ, like I said, you tomorrow, know, man, little
0: little doubleheader. We got a double dip in college football and a double dip in baseball. Going to be a great day to watch some sports. But um, we're going to keep it with the college football side here. Man, what do you think about these two games tomorrow? Both got ranked matchups, ranked teams going in, in both games.
1: Yeah, no, this is, this is going to be good. I'm trying to get my schedule to load here. Um...
0: <laughs> it's SMU to Lane. SMU's going on the road. And uh, BYU is also going on the road, taking on Dana and the Cougs. Yeah. That'll be fun. Um,
1: is, both of those games should be entertaining. Um, SMU, um, I, I expect them to, to to pretty much take care of business. Um, they've looked really good. You know, Shane Burchell's looked very, very good. That Bentley kid they got running the ball is pretty phenomenal. Excellent. Um, and I'm a –
0: he kind of glides it, well, out yeah, there, yeah, and
1: is Reggie Roberson going to play? Has he been cleared yet? I know he's no, – has he not? No,
0: Reggie Roberson is okay. out. Reggie Roberson is out. The um, line on that, CJ. Let me – you know what? I typically ask him to you, what do you think this one is, man? Or you ask him to me, what What do you think this one is this, this, oh, this oh, Friday right. night? Oh, I'm flip this. Um, well, we'll flip it for here while you're still trying to get the, the your schedule up. You know, pre-stab procedure penalties on you, man. I mean, I yeah. think it's – it's about time to button that up. It's October seventeenth. Oh, come on buddy. now, come it's on my now. first one of the year. I know it's. I, I know it's been. A, <laughs> I know it's been a rough. I know it's been a rough go of it than COVID twenty twenty. But I mean,
1: uh, that game's at let's, two let's later, go.
0: right? Yes, it is.
1: Uh, I'd say SMU's probably seven, seven and a half point favorite.
0: Hey, you're close. You're close. Six and oh, a half. Okay. Yeah, I mean, I'll say this. I think there's a little bit of a a little bit of love given to Tulane, and, and for one reason and one reason only. They do do a pretty good job stopping the run, and they run the football. And And they've lost – they looked good early against Houston last week before the wheels kind of came off and the turnovers that Houston was, you know, handing Tulane early in the game kind of stopped. Um, and, and, and you know, if, if they don't have the, the collapse against Navy – we're sitting here with a three and one Tulane team, so they're solid. I'm not saying that they're anything to write home about. The total in that game, CJ, by the way, sixty four and a half. Um, hmm. personally love that. Personally love that. Yeah, that
1: seems like a very nice give me there.
0: Yeah, I mean, I mean SMU defensively, twenty seven to Memphis, seven to Stephen F. Austin. I mean. Uh, you know, North Texas put 35 up on them, but in a lot of garbage. And then 24 north to Texas State. So it's like, I, I can see where there's some love there for the SMU defense, but they're going to give up some points to Tulane. And I think they're going to score on Tulane because Tulane's passing defense is not good. I mean, they give up 270 yards a game, essentially through the air. And we know how Bushell can throw the football. Roberson not being there, obviously, is going to be a huge factor for them. But it's not like... um Mr. Sonny Dykes and those guys have not been recruiting athletes in, in other cable. Yeah, as I was say, and they've got some other good wideouts the deep, out there. You know?
1: So they've had, you know, you know, well, this is his second week missed, I think.
0: Oh, uh, no, he, he got he hurt, hurt in, in game the game last, last so year. Had... So, I mean, you, 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 had, you had to overcome it for a while. But also, you got to remember last year he was out pretty much the whole. Last month and a half of the season as well, so they're used yeah, to playing got without. Got a
1: week him. to kind of prepare to get ready without him. Mm-hmm. Um, and Sonny Dykes is a heck of a football coach, especially on the offensive side. So, yeah, I, I don't foresee that being necessarily a huge, huge issue.
0: No, I mean, I think I'll go with SMU. Lay the points with the touchdown. I know it's. It feels a little bit like they're begging you in in certain respects to take the take the SMU side with the six and a half. Um, so maybe there's something there and Tulane plays a little bit fired up at home, keeps it close, but I like, I lay the touchdown with SMU and I think you got to take the over to uh, like a 42 to 28 ish type game, maybe something yeah, I, around I, in there. Yeah.
1: I'm kind of with you on that, on that thought process. I think both, both teams yeah. are going to put some points up, which, you know, so um, yeah, I, I'm, yeah, I feel you pretty much. I'm almost, yeah, that's, Sounds like a pretty good score.
0: We're both we're both not riding the green wave. We will uh, go <laughs> yeah,
1: to absolutely. That
0: game. Um, the second game, though, man, I think I'm more excited for the second game just for the purposes that it's BYU and that kind of juggernaut they've been this year. Other than last week, I know we talked a little bit about the struggles against Texas San Antonio, but I think it was a big look ahead spot to Houston here on Friday night, and Houston finally got on the field, and now they're going to get on the field now eight days later. Uh, with a big test and a big opportunity against uh, BYU. Yeah,
1: no, I am. I'm looking forward to this one. Um you know BYU's played extremely well. Uh, a little bit of a dogfight last week. Um
0: th- that's good think, for them though, I think. To no, getting a little I, bit of a dogfight this week yeah, before I, this I game. Yeah, I it think it
1: was too. Um you know and I mean, you know the Roadrunners of UTSA I and mean, they're a pesky little bunch. So um I think for BYU that that's definitely a good thing to kind of be to be in in that little bit of a fight to kind of know, okay, this is what we can do in these kind of close game situations. Uh, for Houston, it's a huge unknown. Um, they played one game. Um,
0: hey, but I'll say this about Houston, CJ, in that game, they get down extremely early in that in that contest, and then they quit turning the football over, and they look really good on the opposite side of the football. That Marquise Stevenson cat that they've got man he is an absolute stud Toon actually looked good too the offense was very good for them now are we giving more credit to to the Houston Cougs offense in that situation or are you giving more credit to maybe the Tulane defense maybe not being great as we just kind of discussed Tulane defensively struggles you know
1: I, I, I tend to go more to the Houston side of the offense um and, and I don't that just man. because I, I mean, that. that's Dana's forte, like, you know, his offenses are going to put up numbers. It's kind of what they do. Um, so, yeah. and, and that's kind of what it's really kind of funny is Dana, it, look at all of his stops, right? When when the offense is clicking and it's humming, they're not turning the ball over. But when they get turnover prone, they really get bogged down. It happened at Oklahoma State. It happened at West Virginia. It, it's happened at Houston now. For, it,
0: it happened yeah. last so year in Houston. It,
1: it's really kind of funny that you would think the way his offense is set up and with the athletes he recruits that you could find a way to maybe kind of curtail that a little bit. Like, oh, a couple's not really going to bog us down that much because what he he doesn't hate turnovers. He'll live with some of them. But for for his teams, they always seem to come in massive spurts. Like you don't just have one here, one there. They come in.
0: Oh, it's it's efficient. It's 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 almost a microcosm. of What you just said in that game, you had they had two they had a bunch there in a row at the beginning of the game. Got Tulane really kind of the big lead, and then they're as efficient as can be after the turnovers initially in the football game. I mean that's that is Houston. That is the Dana Holgerson mold. You're either so efficient that you can put up 49 points in essentially three quarters of football, or you're literally handing over three turnovers in a span of a quarter. And there's really – Yeah, lot I mean, time, if you want a no perfect microcosm, you know, as much as
1: we hate to talk about it, go back and look at that Oklahoma game a couple of years ago.
0: Right. I mean, that's – and I think that there's – you know, they've all kind of talked about it, Houston that they have that ability to maybe see the program turning and turning quickly eventually. I'm just wondering this week with BYU and their ability to, to create turnovers and they've played more games and the offensive and defensive lines, I think, are a little bit better – than what Houston saw against Tulane, I think that could be a problem um, in, in this contest. Uh, the, the line on this, CJ, by the way, um, do you have it now, or do you want me to give um, it to you? Yeah, I've we got wanna, it, it pulled up here, and I
1: that, admit, I'm shocked, because I would have said BYU probably okay. eight, nine-point favorite, and to see it sitting at five is a little
0: bit yeah. of a shock. Now, I'll say this, CJ, I know this line has moved a little bit since it opened early in the week. Um, I think it's moved about a point and a half in favor of uh, Houston. So, some, so it looks like the public is really on is on Houston in this game.
1: I'm wondering if that has um, to do with. I'm ma- wondering if that, that has to do down. with
0: people don't really know BYU and it's Dana. That's I exactly think that's what it is. Actually, CJ, sorry about that. The line has moved up a point. It was at four. Uh, must have had that a little. Con- yeah, yeah um so it's at, so BYU's got the steam people have seen them they like them I don't see any reason to not like them in this game I like Wilson and really Tulane in terms of their passing attack is not is not exactly uh you know the Don Coriel they're not an ARA type team themselves I mean they only had 211 yards against Houston BYU offensively is going to present a much different challenge for them um and I think if they slow down the run and kind of Curtail that, like you kind of expect BYU defensively to probably do. It elim- it. It, all, it makes them force them to throw the football. Then they pin those ears back and they get after him. I like the Cougs minus the five CJ. What was the total by
1: uh, 62 and a half?
0: Man, I don't trust that one way or the other. Love BYU's offense. You think Houston will score some points, but BYU's defense has been damn good and dominant at times. And if they get into a situation where they can sit on it, I could see them doing that. And we've also seen at times if Houston gets kind of down and things aren't working, we've seen it with Dana. He's kind of content sometimes to kind of take the L and uh, just keep moving forward and getting ready for the next week. So could I see 30-10 to in this game, 30-17 to potentially, 37-17? Probably.
1: Yeah, that's kind of where I was leaning in. For BYU, this is going to be kind of an interesting test. Um, This will probably be – offensively, um, the best scheme that they've faced. Um, the interesting thing is, is and I was a little shocked, and some of it I think had to do with, you know, Houston got down early, but Dana towards the end in Morgantown was preaching balance, right? You look at, you know, his, his most football. successful Absolutely. teams there in Morgantown could run the football and run the football efficiently. And they were committed to it. Your number one, yeah carry you know your number one rusher had 11 carries that's not the balance that he's tipped that that was kind of going back to his old days there with gundy where it was just chuck it 60 times
0: but i think you have to realize cj in that in that though you get down so early and the pass is working so well that that's why you only get 11 carries in that game and plus you're trying to learn who who your who your top running back may be you know get guys lathered up because that was game one of of that into that equation there when you talk about maybe them not having that desired balance that they've had in the past they're going to have to have it against BYU because if they if they only have a, a runner with eleven carries as their top guy they're going to get absolutely worked in this football game I have a feeling
1: no I I'm with you it's just going to be interesting to see if Dana stays committed to it because we've seen BYU like you don't run the football on them they're very good on that side of the ball that way is does he give up on it. Early, because I think if he gives up on uh, trying to run the ball early, this thing could get very ugly very quickly.
0: Yeah, and, and because the thing about it is, if I'm Houston, I want, to, and we've seen him do this when he played Oklahoma last year, when he was at Houston, try and ball control it because Tyler, I mean, because Mr. Wilson, Zach Wilson, I wanted, wanted to go and wanted to go ahead and call him Tyler again, man. I, I do that do that every week. Um, I mean, that's a different animal than what Houston's faced so far in Tulane and I and I'll be I'll be surprised if he doesn't have an amazing game. So you want to keep him off the field if you're Houston. Um and that's in the end, if, if if they're able to get pressure to Wilson and they're able to run the football, okay, the Cougs have a chance. But both of those areas are question marks for me about Houston. Their defense is much better and they got put in bad situations last week. But are they good enough to slow down this BYU attack? That's a whole different story.
1: Yeah, yeah, it, it is, but yeah, I'm with you. I, I'm I'm pretty pumped for this one.
0: Oh yeah, I mean, hey, a great a great kind of a lead in to the rest of the weekend on Friday night with these two big games. Um, so man, CJ, let's let's get into the nooners, my friend. Um, what's first on the docket?
1: Okay, um, let's see. Well, I know one of them on the nooners we're gonna skip.
0: Okay. Um, right,
1: and that's Western Kansas because we'll do a separate preview for that one separately. Right. I mean, let's shame, let's. shame.
0: If you want, real quick though, I mean, what it's it's about twenty one now. Um, the spread.
1: I'm still showing it at twenty two and a half.
0: Interesting number, real interesting. And like you said, we'll we'll talk a lot more about that.
1: Yeah. Dissect that, yeah. that,
0: that angle of it too. Yeah. I yeah. love the under though, CJ, if I'm going to be honest.
1: Yeah, we'll 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 give you a little rock chalk, uh, Jayhawk preview later. There's a little shameless plug for us. Yay. Oh yeah.
0: <laughs> we're we're all about that. <laughs> Hey, a um, little, little, little less miles uh, coming in on a blimp there. Maybe zooming it. Who knows what he does. Um, but let's, uh, and then that's going to be on Fox, by the way, because yes. the Baylor Oklahoma State game canceled due to COVID. So Gus and Joel will be the, uh, the, the announcing crew there. Always fun to get Gus Johnson calling some football in Morgantown.
1: Yeah. Well, and I'm, did you, I'm big Did you Joel like Clark. that?
0: I thought that was pretty that was, good. Right? That was
1: good. That was good. I'm a big right. Joel Clatt fan. College right football
0: pumped. on Fox. I mean, he went wild though in that Red River rivalry at one point when the guy missed the field goal or something. He was just screaming, "College football,
1: Fox, I know the big twelve, the oh, Gary I Jennings just like, catch. Get this
0: guy back into basketball, please.
1: Well, no, you remember the Gary
0: Jennings catch? Oh, oh he got it. Yeah, like, so no. Will Greer the catch? I mean, oh yeah, dude. <laughs> yeah. Hey, anytime you get Gus, it's great. But let's uh, let's let's get into these other nooners. There's obviously I think another one that got canceled, but that might have been for three thirty. Never mind, that was a three thirty kick. Florida LSU. So what's what's yeah. the uh the okay. nooners aren't as attractive as last week, I don't believe.
1: No, some of them aren't. Um the very first Glad one I'm driving
0: then, my friend. Glad I'm riding to Nashville then during the noon window.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um unless we'll
0: you take me home, you know.
1: Yeah. We'll we'll start with the first one that um that pops up on mine. So you know it's gonna be an ESPN uh, three. Yeah, you got Liberty <laughs> uh traveling to play uh syracuse this is in syracuse uh because last year they played in lynchburg so this year it will be in the carrier dome
0: all right cj i'm gonna go ahead and tell you now i know this line or at least i knew <laughs> at least i knew a little bit of it because i'm really interested in it liberty minus three correct yeah i pound that all day i don't and i know you will too um how is syracuse only a three-point dog in this thing they're terrible liberty's been great Liberty's played with big boys and has done well. I don't see any reason why Liberty should be scared going into this game against Syracuse. But I'm sure you're nervous about it because it's playing an ACC power program on the road and you're the favorite.
1: Yeah, it is a little nervous. Um, and, of course, last year, I mean, they played with Syracuse fairly well. And then just Syracuse's, is um, – I think just their depth got to them a little bit. Um, that's, that's the one big thing with Liberty. You got to remember this is only their third year – So this depth is still kind of an issue. Um, Hey, but but, Willis is
0: the best player on the field, though.
1: Yeah. Oh, in this game, by far, he will be. Um, You know, so to me, I I love this. Yeah, I'm with you. I'm I'm hammering it all day. Um, Syracuse has shown absolutely no ability to stop anything defensively, whether that's run or throw. Um, And their offense has been absolutely putrid. I just, I, yeah, this. And here's the sad thing is, is let, we all know I'm going to say Liberty wins this thing. Let's say Liberty does win this thing. Let's say they win it convincingly. Okay. Mm hmm. That's going to drop Syracuse to one in four. Does Dino start getting, does that seat start getting a little warm for him?
0: I'm not sure about that because of what he did to kind of get him back on the map there for those two years in a row. You have to realize there's a little bit of a downturn there. Um, had they been able to win against Duke last week and been two and two, maybe the Heat's not there. They're just not good, and they've got to develop guys. And that's just all there is to it.
1: No, uh, I, I, I'm with you. I don't think his seat should get warm because I mean it's he's still building this program, and you you know their first two years you could probably make the argument they maybe overachieved.
0: Oh, they did. I don't think there's any question they overachieved.
1: So no, I, I'm with you. I don't think his seat should be hot, but I mean,
0: it, it is college football. It's just, I don't. I think the COVID situation though saves them a little bit, and I think it saves a lot of coaches this year. Uh, college football is not the NBA, so guys get to keep their jobs, and they'll probably will in a situation like this. So they're they're going to be at kinda least of like, in my opinion. So
1: it'll be kind of like the players. that kind of get that extra year just because of how funky this has been.
0: I'd agree. I think so. I think coaches will get the benefit of the doubt a lot uh, coming into the carousel this offseason. CJ, one thing about this game, and I think it's the biggest key in this football game, is Liberty runs the football so well. Syracuse struggles against the run. And then Syracuse doesn't run the football well. 77 and a half yards a game. Liberty only gives up 104. In my book, if Liberty controls a line of scrimmages like they have in most of the games they've played this year, they're going to win this game going away i believe um i don't know how you feel about that and also to be honest with you liberty to this point in the season not sure the level of quality opponent this is probably even with syracuse being one and three probably the best team that liberty will have seen to this point in the season
1: yeah i i, I would agree with that um mm-hmm. you know because western kentucky is They're kind
0: of they're 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 not good. Offensively, they're terrible. Man, I mean, Pigmarone has to make every play, and he and he's not that great. And their defense is not as good. They're an okay team. They're an okay
1: team, right? They're okay. I wouldn't say that they're they're great. You know, uh, Florida International, uh, I I I would have thought maybe a little better um then they thought but then they go out you know and oh, get hammered new quarterback though, and man. get beat that's, by that's middle that's Tennessee yeah they, they've they got some things going there with that Butch Davis is doing and then you know you and Rose, just not a real good football team um no this will definitely be by far the best team they've they've played um and if you're Liberty and you can't find a way to come out of this thing at five and oh uh you got to feel really good about uh the rest of your season it gives you a ton of momentum mo- moving forward.
0: And heck, if, if if Liberty wins this, you got to throw them in the Coastal conversation as being a team that should be ranked potentially for sure. Yeah. Um, but you know, again, big test for Liberty going to the dome. Um, they are a three point favorite. The total again, CJ, did you, did, you, did you give me that? The
1: total for that is fifty
0: three. Man, uh, I think that seems about right on point there. I wouldn't want to go. Wouldn't feel strongly one way or the other there. Um. But I will. I will say I'm agreeing with you. I think I take the flames um, cautiously, but I think they'll get it done.
1: Yeah. No. I'm. I'm. I'm completely with you on that one.
0: Yeah. I think the motivation factor will be there heavy for them. and even if Syracuse is the dog, they're still going to have a long way to go to get get that thing in the barn. So, what's our next nooner there? CJ? Okay.
1: The next nooner is ABC. Okay. Number one, Clemson travels down to good old Bobby Dodd Stadium in Atlanta to take on the rambling wreck of Georgia Tech.
0: All right. Um I'm going to say this is probably about anywhere from 24 to 28. I'll go with 27. Clemson's giving them 27 points. Um ding ding man, ding, ding, ding ding. Wow. Nice. All right. Hey, hey, hold on, hold on. That
1: might be the earliest one you've ever hit.
0: Oh dude, it's just i only say it this way. Clemson's giving getting so much love every week. And Georgia Tech and Georgia Tech's well better, like I mean, man, they took it to Louisville though. Like I'm starting to kind of think that they might be a decentish team. And I think we also gotta think about this real quick in, in, in this game. Clemson, big win last week, right? Big win for him. Regardless of, of whether you thought them not wearing the purple or Miami not being what they were, still a big win in a national primetime spot game day to go out and dominate a football game. Potentially a little bit of a hangover Um, in that next week. Georgia Tech gets a little bit of a break, whereas like Syracuse, B.C. and those guys, they get them after that, the big win before Notre Dame. So this is kind of the sandwich part of the schedule for them. I think Georgia Tech gives them more of a contest in the 27, though, C.J.,
1: You know, I I, I tend to agree with you because I do feel like 27 is a little, a little heavy Um, because I could see them winning maybe like 20 by 24, but that would kind of be pushing it maybe a little bit Um, because I do think after last week, I don't, don't expect to see Trevor Lawrence play much probably past the third if they doesn't have to, Um simply just because he did take a couple of shots last week towards the end that I don't necessarily think Dabo really wants to see his guy take. Um, yeah. So, no, I mean, I could see them winning this thing. I mean, 21-24, but, yeah, 27 does seem a little bit of a stretch. Um, I, I I know we're, we want to give Georgia Tech some love here because of the
0: Louisville game.
1: I'm just wondering if maybe Louisville's really not yeah. who we thought they
0: were. I think there's a little bit of that. I think you got to think about that, too, who we thought they were, like Denny Green would say. And we crowned their ass. Um, <laughs> nobody, crowned, nobody crowned Louisville anything other than being a top 20 team somehow. Um, so, CJ, I like the Sims kid at quarterback, okay? I think he's getting better, and the athleticism allows him to be, to be a pretty good player for him. But I also really, really like the running back stable that they're producing down there at Georgia Tech. I just think they're going to keep it a little closer than what the experts think, as though Mr. Old Corso would say.
1: Yeah, yeah, I definitely think it's going to be a little closer. I don't know how much closer. Like I said, I could see a three-touchdown game here. Because um, I mean, now that's the thing, Georgia Tech. You know, they're they're building up that that run game. They got that stable. But the one thing Clemson has shown is they don't really stop the get, run. Yeah, I mean, Miami had no success running the ball, none.
0: Yeah, yeah. I mean, hey, the the Gibbs kid has been really good as a freshman, and I just – I don't know what the weather's looking like um, Saturday in Atlanta, but maybe a game at noon where Clemson's not really fully ready to play off the jump.
1: 71 and sunny for those of you caring at home.
0: Okay. I mean, hey, that, that gets big into totals and everything else like that. Um, Which is sitting yeah, at sixty
1: four, by the way.
0: I kind of love that. Not gonna lie to you. Kind of love that. Although, if it's a tighter game, does that mean that Clint? I mean, but, but the thing about it is, I 42 could forty two to twenty, forty two to twenty four. You cover, and you got the you got the over easily. Well, not easily, but you have it.
1: Yeah, because I mean that's kind of what I was thinking. Like uh you know, like a forty-five twenty, um, type game. Um, mm-hmm. You know, like I said, it, yeah. I mean, that's kind of where that feels like to me. Like I said, twenty-seven feels like like an awful big number, and I get it. Clemson's going to get a ton of respect, and they should. I mean, there's you know, no disrespect meant for that. So, but yeah, I'm kind of with you. I I, I like Clemson to win. I don't know if twenty. I think twenty-seven is a little, little yeah. too hard
0: because. Could you not see Dabo? They're winning forty-one to forty-one seventeen, and he just sits on the entire fourth quarter. It's just a real a real possibility, I think.
1: Oh if, yeah, absolutely. Because um, he's going to try and get out yeah. of the game as healthy as possible.
0: Yep, expect no doubt, and he should, um, because they've got bigger tests in the ACC coming now. The test they just took on with Miami, playing Pitt, uh, potential snoozer of the week.
1: Yeah, I think it's so. Pit,
0: so there's always a chance, right? Yeah,
1: I think so. Uh, that's Then that'll be on the ACC network. Um, you know, it's amazing. A couple of weeks ago, man, we were staring at Pitt ranked undefeated. Now here they are at three and two. Um, now Miami did
0: – oh, I know. I'm loving it too. Come on. Go ahead and laugh too, man. Go ahead and
1: laugh. <laughs> <I love it. laughs> People
0: Um, thought Pitt was good. Yeah, let's get out of here. Taking on
1: taking on Miami, who shockingly only fell to thirteen from seven to thirteen, and this game uh, is is in Coral Gables. Well, it Miami, it's at Hard Rock Stadium, so it's Miami. Adds to
0: the snoozer. Adds to the snoozer possibility because there'll be nobody in the stands for a noon kick down there, with Pitt coming into town. Well, there um, will now, see, now. Florida is allowing some fans because
1: the Dolphins have cleared for oh, some fans. But, but what I
0: mean is the fan base in general, ma'am. Yeah, now, the Miami fan base for a noon kick first pit—that's not a game they show up to in a non-pandemic year. True, that's a good point. even if the team is even if the program is getting a little better after the big setback yeah. last week against Clemson. I, I think they're going to come out ready to play. Um, I, I'll lay the I'll lay the points with the Canes. Regardless of what the spread is, CJ, but I'm going to say it's probably about ten and a half. Uh,
1: it's 13 and a half for Miami Ooh. with the total at 48.
0: Okay, I like the over. I think they find a way to get there. <clears throat> um, but I'm not in love with the over. And thirteen and a half. and a half, it kind of maybe pit covers it. Ugly, ugly, ugly game. Like, could even see a 17 13 type affair, even though I just said take the over. (laughs) Yeah, you could see 24 20 real easily in this thing, couldn't you?
1: Oh, yeah, yeah, I definitely could. Um, I'm teaming, I'm really thinking like 31 17 Miami over Pitt. I think Miami's gonna want to come out and show something. I think Pitt's kind of gotten exposed here the last couple of weeks
0: um <clears throat> See,
1: yeah you, you kind of I mean, think
0: they're right on the yeah, numbers then like obviously 3117 I mean, the total I like 48 you're be and, 13 and a half oh for sure because I think either team if they get if they get the lead they're going to sit on it I'll say this CJ Pitt has lost two <clears> consecutive games by a point I mean they lost in an extra point situation They miss an OT versus BC. They lose a one-pointer and a heartbreaker to NC State. I I could see those guys being really ready to play and and being a thorn in the side of Miami. So I'm starting to maybe kind of reconsider that. Miami's better than – Yeah, but
1: offensively Miami's better than those other two.
0: They're not good. Uh, Yeah, you're right about that. But is Pitt Pitt back to being a little healthier than they've been the last couple weeks? I think they are. And also, man, I'm I'll not sure were how were much better Miami better than is than those other teams. If I'm being quite honest, um, hey, Jerkovich has been pretty solid moving the football against a couple good defenses the last couple weeks. Again, agree with you, though for the most part, Miami is more explosive at the skill position players, and Derek King's an incredible quarterback. So you probably do lean that way. Um, I think in the end, I will I will take the Panthers plus thirteen and a half though, <laughs> CJ. Um, and what is a definitely a potential snoozer of the week? Because I think both teams are going to try and run the football. Both teams are pretty decent. Uh, I mean, Pitt's good at stopping the run, and that's what Miami's been best at.
1: Uh, yeah, like I said, I, I see. I,
0: I, I, I just see Pitt I think competing it's in this football game be
1: close until the end, and then I think Miami maybe tacked on a couple, couple late scores that that push this thing uh, to over thirteen
0: and a half. <clears throat> <laughs> Well, we'll see if it's in your draft okay. and I hope it is if you take Miami Because I'm really yeah, leaning the, the other that way, way now up. I want to So what's this the, the next you? news? We you don't have CJ. to Too get
1: it Would Miami be better served To build their own stadium yeah. And stop playing at Hard Rock? Okay Okay
0: <clears throat> Absolutely I don't need to think about it Absolutely An on-campus stadium is way better Than, than the alternative Look what's happened to Pitt's program Since they moved out of there Moved into Heinsfield and right. Three Rivers compared to playing the the games on on their campus. Well, you the program got to think has died. Too, There's no Gables student involvement. Miami There's gardens. no student that's involvement easy, with, the trip, camp, with the U. That's about forty-five minutes. Huh. they they'd be much better served to go back to playing in the Orange nope, Bowl. Totally, or totally agree with you. Okay, you know. Um. So, so our campus, next neuter is without ESPN.
1: The 15th ranked yep, yep. Auburn Tigers. Yeah, okay. I, I'm with you. A L- little high. They travel to Columbia, South Carolina, too high, by to the Williams way, Bryce think, Stadium to take on the Gamecocks. Three and a half.
0: I'm going to say Auburn's a With the total sitting at 51 and game. a half. Okay. I'm gonna say this on this on this particular game. Bo Nix's receiving core a little banged up. They haven't been they haven't been as sharp since since that opener against Kentucky, struggled a little bit. I really like what South Carolina's getting to, though. I think they're getting better. They they kind of they kind of struggled in the first week there with Tennessee but played a tough game, fought against Florida. They didn't look good early against Vandy, but then they explode in the second half. I like Will Muschamp's bunch to pull the upset here Saturday against Auburn. I really do. I think that's one of the places where they seem to have good fan, Im- fan involvement. I don't buy the Auburn defense. I think South Carolina's more ahead ahead of where ahead of where the Arkansas offense is at this point, and Auburn looked bad. I mean, Auburn's giving up four twenty one uh, defensively. I mean, that's that's a that's a scary number for the for the Auburn team to be giving up, you know, at this point in the season through three games. That's a big sample size of, of the yards you're giving you know, up. It is. I'm, I'm Granted, the point total is still lower than one. South Carolina's.
1: Uh, Auburn's up. offensive line um, the last two weeks has been really bad. Um, you know, we talked about that coming into the year. You know, the, you know, Bo Nix is a very good quarterback. But is he gonna have the time to, to be able to make the reads, make his progressions, get the ball out? Um against Kentucky, he had opportunities. The last two weeks, not so much. Um and I, that's and to me that that's a trend that is not getting better. It's getting worse mm-hmm. for Auburn. Um South Carolina and South yeah. No, no. And then also so not I, having I'm, your healthy wide like receivers. That's you know, not helping you. You made either a point about regard. the defenses. Joel Klatt was on um, Colin Cowherd um, yesterday and was asked that and was asked kind of about the defenses, especially in the SEC. And he made a really interesting point. And it's not just the SEC, it's college football as a whole. The spread offense has really forced defenses. Unless you have really good lockdown corners, you're going to struggle because that, that is all about getting guys in space and, and, and utilizing your athletes Um You know, so I I think that's some of it now. Granted, you don't still shouldn't give up 400 a game on defense like that. That's not a recipe to win a lot of games. Um, Right.
0: Well, these teams go so fast, too, though. I mean, that's let's be honest And the efficiency, with which they attack is is pretty incredible. Um, And that's partly why we're there, too. I think that's part of the reason I like South Carolina so much is they are going to try and Run the football more and play defense, and I think that's a recipe that could succeed against Auburn this year. With the lack of yeah, strength, no, uh, at least so far, up front. I like the I like the Shee Smith kid too. My bad, CJ. Go ahead there. I was going to say I like the Shee Smith kid and Harris so far running the football. Been pretty impressive for them, averaging just under 110 yards a game. Yeah, if they get that I, I think against this is going to come down. South Saturday. Southfield is going to have real to good really chance run the football. football. I'm not so sure
1: how much Will Muschamp wants to really trust, um, you know, Colin Hill with the ball late. Um, they're they're a team that's built on defense and run the ball. Um, I think if it's one of those situations where it comes down to quarterbacks, like if it if it comes down into one of those games where it's going to be a quarterback that has to make a play, I, I'd trust next more than I love Woodhill, but I don't see that being what comes into fruition. I see South Carolina dominating the trenches and this thing on both sides of the ball and coming out of this thing with a, with a nice win and a, and a win that gets your program feeling pretty good about itself.
0: Yeah, and, and a much-needed win for them would get both – would nod up Auburn and South Carolina at two and two. I'll also say this, the over 51-and-a-half C.J., I really like because I think Auburn will score some points as well, but I think South Carolina is going to get a few more points too. I mean, I could really see this game yeah, being like no, thirty-one, I'm, I'm twenty-four, this, thirty-one, this twenty-eight game.
1: is going to the both, end. Both both offenses are going to have opportunities to make big plays, um, but yeah, no, yeah. for me, I just South Carolina defensively is going to come up with that one or two stops mm-hmm. that you are going to have to have um, just be, just because Auburn's offensive line hasn't been as good. Okay, so we'll stay in the SEC. Yeah. Um, uh, the SEC, yeah. SEC network.
0: Ooh, yes. I'm hoping we're going where I think Tennessee we're going. Tennessee volunteers, here, buddy, if 16th I volunteers
1: at home in Neyland Stadium, welcoming in
0: the U.K. Wildcats. The Vol Navy will be crying tears into that river Saturday night. Mm-hmm. Kentucky – We'll get it done. I think Kentucky's a dog. I know this line, CJ. It's six right now. I've been looking at it for a while. I don't know why. I mean, Tennessee. Don't get me wrong. They've the, the program's on on the rise. It's improving. They they look great in the first half against Tennessee, but I think the loss will beat them twice. And I think Kentucky, coming off the tough the tough loss that they had in, in overtime to Ole Miss, kind of getting up for the Auburn game and not getting it done. Those games are tough. Are tough on them, but they came back and showed a lot of resolve and slowing down the Mike the Mike Le- Leach Air Raid team. Giving up a bucket, Coach Cowe have been pumped with the defense. Twenty four two. I like Kentucky to beat Tennessee. Um, there's a little bit of motivation in in going into that game because Tennessee, I believe, yeah, you know, last uh, year, you know, Kansas this Kentucky one's tough had their for me. For a couple um, of years.
1: This one I've looked at all week because um, I, you know, I look at these lines and totals um well before you know i look at all of them um simply just in getting ready to do this for us this week um yeah curiosity on some of them and then a lot of it's just prep work curiosity um,
0: man curiosity you know too. for
1: for me um you know i want to bring the best to our to our cast so you know gotta 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 gotta, gotta do the research and the work um i I tend to Man, lean right. with right. you on this, um, with UK kind of shocking the world here a little bit, maybe, because um, Tennessee's, it, it's not, it's it's not really shocking the world. It's an upset, but
0: hey, it's not shocking. It, it's world.
1: an upset in the desert. Not and here's the, the only reason it's an it, upset, is, and I, and desert. I said this um, before um, on I, last week. There is just something about Jared Garantano that I don't like. It's just he, the, the for a senior, and I get it, the kids as tough as a two dollar steak. I will give him that, yeah. But I, I don't see that, right? I don't see that when the team needs it, he rises up. He's not to a that playmaker, level. man. Like, he just seems to, sh- he seems to shrink when the
0: not not in the big game, he's able to manage it. And beat the teams he's supposed to beat. But like you said, he shrinks in the big moment and in the I, big that's, game. That's
1: why I tend and to I think lean you're right Kentucky that, on this one. Um, I, I, this one, I'm not as – like I would not touch this one at all um, simply yeah. just because I don't really know. But I'm, I'm kind of with you. I tend to lean Kentucky just because I don't trust Tennessee and I don't trust their quarterback.
0: Oh, I, I... And here's one thing to think about, C.J. Guarantano, if he's got to beat you throwing the ball, I like my chances of that not happening if I have Kentucky. They give up 83 yards a game on the ground. Tennessee it runs it for 121. I like Kentucky's ability to slow down that run, make Guarantano beat them. And I think if there's a weakness on the Tennessee defense, I mean, they give up 138 yards a game on the ground, 250 through the air. It's not like their defense is absolutely stellar. I think Terry Wilson and those guys are going to move the football. They proved they could do it against Ole Miss. They did what they needed to do in, the, in their other games. They had a chance to beat Auburn, let's be honest. Um, and they're getting better weekly. I think Stoops is a great coach. I just think Kentucky needs this game more than Tennessee, and I think Tennessee <laughs> lets last week beat them again. Might be a, might be a, a lock draft capability possibility there, C.J., um, but I also think this game's. I don't. I don't know what the total is, today, but I'm betting this. It's probably pretty low, and I'm very interested in taking it over. Over all day. The college football teams are going yeah, mean, to. Yeah, get 46 flipping points on the board. Yeah, I mean that's exactly I, I what just, I was about to I say. believe I mean, that with all, be 27, everything Twenty-seven I
1: have twenty-four. Twenty-seven right twenty-one. There. Kentucky. So, you know what I mean. You've got. It. You know, I, I, I'm with you on that, and you know, and you, you brought up the point in uh garantano, oh yeah, let's make him beat us throwing the ball. I you look at his career completion percentage and it's bad. It's 61, 62, 59, and now 62 this year. And it's like, and and it's not like those are small sample sizes. You know, that's 139 attempts, 246, 256, and now 90. He's not getting any better. So yeah, I'm with you. If if Kentucky can do what I think they'll do, which is Crowd the box, shut down the run, and dare him to beat them with his arm. You know what? And if I'm Stoops, if I'm Coach Stoops, that's how I attack this. And if he beats me with his arm, I tip my cap to him and go, "Okay, he got me."
0: Yep, absolutely. And I think in the end, Stoops well, will he'll, be tipping, be his tipping hat it to the UK fans. anybody rest. on Saturday down there in uh in in uh, Neyland Stadium there in Knoxville. <clears throat> Yeah, I think yeah we're getting be. close. Um, um, what, what's our, next, window what's our next kick? Two. I'm, I'm sure we're getting close to being out of the new This one will
1: now. see the Navy midshipmen travel to Greenville, North Carolina, oh, okay. the Dowdy Flickin Stadium to take on the Pirates of East Carolina.
0: <laughs> That's an underrated place, um, but their defense is terrible. And I don't see it getting much better. And Navy's just kind of like, man, they're hanging around in this season. I don't really think they're very good, but they just seem to keep – they just seem to keep being in games and finding ways to win them like they did against Temple and Tulane. And they've gotten blown out twice. I will say this, though. I got a weird feeling East Carolina in this game's going to be able to throw the football a little bit on Navy. Although Navy doesn't necessarily do Navy's been so bad against the run, could East Carolina make this more of a more of a game where they run the football? Because I think they can. My biggest question is East Carolina gives up three hundred and seventeen yards a game on through the air, right? Navy's obviously not not what they're built to do. East Carolina defensively they're rushing 187 yards a game. Jason but Navy TJ is only <laughs> averaging 166 yards a game on the ground. That's not a you, yeah. You can't, you can't, yeah, exactly. They can't win like that. And I think East Carolina is probably a dog. Navy is a touchdown. A, and I think I might roll with a two and a
1: half point favorite.
0: And it hurts me. And to say the that because total I love sitting
1: Navy, at 56.
0: But I, or excuse me, I think I'm taking, I think I'm taking ECU. To uh especially picking three against Navy. Um I'm a huge Navy Saturday.
1: homer. Um yeah, I have been all my life. Um but I I'm kinda with you. The the way you could beat East Carolinas in the air, that's not how Navy does things whatsoever. I, I don't think they could throw the ball if they had to. Um I, I'm I'm kinda with you. I, I think yeah. East Carolina finds a way to to get this thing. This thing done is as, as much as that pains me to say it. Yeah, I, I definitely don't see Navy winning this game.
0: Yeah, yeah. Cool. And you got to hammer the fifty-six man because the fifty-two to forty-nine in the Sun Belt game, one team can score this many points. I mean, granted, Navy and Navy's got a. A, a better defense potentially in their two wins, but they've been terrible in their two. All boxes. right. Uh, that That's sure. uh, what's, what's the next, um the next game on the docket there, CJ. All
1: right. This will see the Bobcats of Texas okay. state, the fighting Jake Spavadals trap. Yep. Travel to Mobile, Alabama and Hancock Whitney fighting stadium Spavs, in South Alabama.
0: I know, right? Ooh, little Hancock Whitney. I just love that the, the, it flows, man. Um, uh, just a lot of questions for both teams in that game. I like an over overall. I'm not watching any Texas of it State anyway. Texas State is a three-point um, dog. I'll say Texas State's a three-point dog.
1: And the total, 58. Woo-hoo,
0: yes. Nice. What's our total? Oh, overall day. Despite these two teams being a little bit better defensively yeah, than what we um, might think the they are. thing to watch here at Texas State is he's going to play quarterback. Or, uh, or or went back to McBride
1: sure. last week. Um, they do. Um, I thought – it still around? I'm well, not really <laughs> yeah, sure. <laughs> yeah, last man, they got week, a lot of questions uh, about the quarterback position. I think it might have been uh, COVID-related because um, couldn't find crap on why he didn't play. Um so, I think Spad. Yeah, I think Spad's still kind of trying to figure that portion right. of it out. So it'll be interesting to see who they go. No with contact tracing, it'll get you. Um, I'm with you. Hammer the over.
0: Um, I, I. I mean, South Alabama is defensively is yeah, all right. I think you hammer this probably better 58. than Texas State's uh, been okay in some games, but.
1: To me, I feel like that might now. be a little bit of a push because I could see that being a three-point game. Um, I, I do think South Alabama wins it. Uh, I hope that doesn't revoke my driving privileges. For Absolutely. The bus, yeah, without, but... without question.
0: <laughs> oh, you know what, it, what actually it did, D.C.J., is see, it probably got them back for you win. because they're going to end up winning now because you picked against them. Um <laughs> So, uh, yeah, man, they'll they'll be two and four, and you'll be back, you know, as as the bus driver of the of the SPAB at all, um, bandwagon. Yep. So, um, what's our next contest, there, man? Because as much okay. as we love SPAB, uh, there's the a, or as much can, as you
1: love. Um, because let's uh, let's move on Cincinnati to a was, more important contest uh, postponed till December due <laughs> to COVID. Yes, it is a an,
0: uh, another American game. Yeah. Um Yeah. An another American game here, though, right? And man, that game being moved to December though is huge because it could really play a, a big factor in that con- in that American uh, Conference Championship yeah, race right no, now. Actually, could be and a, a potential nice playoff implications for, for Cincinnati having to play a uh, ESPN Plus, later in the season.
1: Now. Uh, you'll have the Bulls of South Florida traveling to yeah. Philadelphia uh, to play in the link Lincoln Financial against Temple. Uh, it's actually um, moved It's to 11.
0: Uh, man, I actually know this from CJ. I looked at it because I couldn't believe it. Temple minus 10. Oh, my God. I mean, here's the thing. They played one game. They lost that one game. USF's played some games. They're not good. I'm not watching this one. I don't really care. But I think Central. I think uh, South Florida, the Bulls, with Pat White on the sidelines there as an assistant coach, is probably a good play to cover this spread against Temple because I believe Temple had the – we're giving points last week too, and then they end up losing. Yeah,
1: I'm so with I, you. Um, actually I think you Temple fade, fade the out till they prove that maybe, they can cover again. Uh, last week, Um yeah, they yeah, Temple. Oh, Temple. Okay. Well, worth, oh no, I'm sorry. Temple was a favorite. Temple was a favorite. Sorry, I was trying to.
0: I mean, I, you know, you love Russo the quarterback. He's tough. He's a good player. You like David. I mean, they have good players. Temple does coming back from a team that was pretty good last year with Kerry. I just – it feels like it feels like it's just too many points for them to be giving anybody at this point in the season when other teams have played multiple games and you haven't and you're still trying to figure things out for you to giving a you know what i mean
1: yeah i'm with you um they and temple gave up uh 251 yards um against navy now granted i understand that's navy but you know as we said previously this isn't you know that was a huge outbreak for navy what they've done on their season average um right i i expect a guy um like uh johnny ford uh to have a have a pretty big game. I, I, I think uh, Central Florida wins this one. We'll call that a little bit of a homer pick just, you know, for, for our boy, Pat.
0: Yeah, yeah. The Bulls will The Bulls will uh, maybe find a way to get it done there against Temple. Um. So what's our 130s there, CJ? I know I know we've got a couple of them this week. Uh, we do.
1: There's two of them. The first one is going to be on CBS Sportsnet. When the Black Knights of Army travel to the Alamo Dome in San antonio texas Ooh. to take on the
0: Roadrunners and those
1: sweet unis at utsa
0: that's an interesting game i uh i tend i tend to lean with probably army the cadets uh being about a i'd say about a touchdown to 10 point favorite <laughs> in that contest uh with the Roadrunners, who i think will give them a good game i don't think they'll win but i think they'll give them a good game
1: Uh, Army is a a seven-and-a-half-point favorite with the total at 49.
0: Love – ooh, you know what, though? The more and more – you hear 49, you think you want to take an over, but the way those two teams play, I'm not 100% sure about that. I could easily see Army winning this thing 31-17. UTSA just doesn't have that offensive explosiveness that gets you a lot of points that gets you to an over, in my opinion. Yeah,
1: I, I'm I'm kind of with you on that one. I, I like I like Army to to cover, um, and definitely the under because I'm kind of with you. Like I could see that that total right there easily, and you're sitting there going, "Well, you didn't get to
0: 49." Yeah, like, you're begging I mean, for a it, late it,
1: field goal. <laughs>
0: yeah, you're you're be- you're begging for somebody to, you know, you're almost begging for UTSA to want to. Down eleven, and they need to kick it to, to be at eight, so they can try an onside kick or something like that. Um, but yeah, I'm I'm with you on that. I just I, I like Army there, and I think it's just tough to prepare for that type of offensive attack that they bring on a week's notice. And while UTSA played great against um, BYU, doesn't beat them twice. I mean, you had a chance and you played hard, but doesn't necessarily mean that those results are going to translate to a much different type of attack this week with Army. Um, so, CJ, what's the next 130 game? I'm, I'm, I'm believing, if I remember this correctly, we got a little Conference USA flavor here in this. Spot. Uh,
1: we do. Uh, Western Kentucky at 130 uh, travels to Legion Field in Birmingham, Alabama, to take on UAB.
0: Man, you know, before the season, a lot of people would have thought this would have been a potential Conference State Championship. But Western Kentucky is nowhere near that level right now. I like B- I like, uh, I like UAB at home. Um, I'll say they're probably about a touchdown favorite,
1: thirteen and a half point favorite for wow. UAB. The total—that's a big, yeah,
0: that's a big. That number. is a
1: big number. The total is forty-four and a half.
0: While they have been very good this year, UAB, and have played played up to played up to competition, I think even when they played Miami, and gave them a little more than I think the Canes envisioned. A game, I, I, I gotta say. West Kentucky's struggling. they got to try and pick the pieces back up. I, they have a lot of questions at quarterback. Um, UAB defensively is pretty good, and I'm not going to say it's on the same level as Marshall defensively, but, they're, but they're, they're as close as they could be in this league to being on that same level with the Herd. I mean, they gave up 31 to, to Miami. They gave up a lot more points to Central Arkansas than I think they'd have been happy with. But then 10 and 13 in their past two games – West Kentucky's not an offensive juggernaut. I expect much of the same in terms of a great defensive effort from the Blazers. I think I'd lay the points with UAB minus the fourteen and the total at forty-four and a half. I'm not touching way. Yeah, I'm, either I'm way. with
1: you. Um, and, and here's the thing: and I had said this a couple of weeks ago. I was really kind of waiting to get about three games into the year um, to really evaluate defenses. Um, because yeah, they did give up you know thirty five to Central Arkansas. You got to think, man, they're not happy about that. How much live hitting really was there? And since then, they've really kind of settled in. Fourteen, ten, and thirteen is all they've given up. Or I'm sorry, thirty. They gave up thirty one to Miami, but they only gave up ten to to Ala, uh, South Alabama. Gave up thirteen to UTSA. You you got to feel kind of good about it in that respect. Um, that their defense is is kind of getting better. Uh, Miami, you know, is Offensively is is good, um, so I mean I feel like the defenses are maybe starting to kind of round a little into shape, getting used to live contact tackling. We're seeing that get better, um, so I, I definitely think UA.
0: Yeah, the Blazers are your best bet to win that Woodford bet. That's for that's for sure. So you better keep rooting for Bill Clark and the boys. CJ, are the Domenes playing at three thirty?
1: The Domers are playing at three thirty. No, I'm sorry. To...
0: Two, oh.
1: two, 2.30. Yes,
0: NBC. It is two thirty.
1: Yeah, it is a two thirty with Louisville.
0: It's on NBC, though. Correct.
1: Yes. And, NBC uh,
0: loves that two thirty time slot, man.
1: Yeah, and it's the fourth ranked Domers. I just puked a little.
0: Uh but you know what though, <laughs> compared to everything else this year, they're who knows, probably not, but maybe. Um, I like Louisville this weekend. I think they're going to give them a good game. I don't think they're going to win the football game, but I think it's going to be much closer than this number, which I know is pretty high earlier in the week. I'm going to say it's 17 now. Uh, Louisville, take the candy with Louisville plus 17.
1: Uh, that is correct. Notre Dame is a 17 point favorite.
0: Yes, sir. I love it. I love 17 in the hook because I think I've seen that out there too, because uh, I could easily see 34 17 type football game here.
1: Yeah, and total 61 and a half.
0: I like the under, though. I don't know about you. I like the under. Uh, Because while Louisville has explosive players, I think if Notre Dame gets up, they'll sit on it. And I'm not necessarily sure that I like Louisville to score that many points on Notre Dame's defense. I think they're going to be really fired up and want to play a lot better than they did against Florida State last weekend.
1: Um, Yeah. I I know you're big on Louisville, and I give you credit because you were on them at the beginning of the year, go down with the ship woohoo Go you!
0: <laughs> Going um, down with the ship. Hey man. If the ship goes down, it still goes down, whether true. the first mate goes down with it or not. Right?
1: True. Um, <coughs> as much as this pains me,
0: I like Notre Dame big. Oh man, did you puke in your mouth? Man?
1: Yeah, a little bit. Like I, I'm not I you, kidding. I thought you did. I, I'm not man. kidding. I'm like I, I like them big, like forty seven, like forty seventeen big.
0: Okay. 40-17. to 17.
1: Yeah, I That's,
0: just – You just like booking the receivers?
1: I, I do. Uh, they're, they're athletic on the outsides. I mean – and Louisville gave up 46 points to Georgia Tech, who may not score that many the rest of the year.
0: Ah, it's a good point. <laughs> it's a good point. I know Louisville had some turn. that kind of aided. but you don't think you're not going to turn the ball over against Notre Dame. One thing I'll say, though, Notre Dame offensively before last week had not necessarily impressed me that much. I mean, Book only has three touchdowns to one interception on the season. You know, yeah, they scored 52 against South Florida, but okay. 42 against Florida State. I mean, looked good on offense, not trying to get around it, but you didn't look great against Duke. And I'm seeing that Claypool kid on Sundays for the Steelers scoring four touchdowns. How good was he? And maybe some of these other guys that have been, that come from the pros in the last couple of years, and how, or how yeah, good was I book? Just, I think we're still trying to figure that answer to that question. And we might, we might get it Saturday. Louisville's defensively is bad. You're correct, CJ. I mean, they give up, what, 233 they, yards a game through they, the air, 156 are, on the ground. They're, um, they're bad all around. They're bad all around. I don't uh, know. I
1: just I think Kelly we can in this is extremely play. balanced. Um, 204 in the air, 270 on the ground. So I mean, they're they're a big time balance um, there. I just Notre Dame at home. I, you got to feel like they're going to be they're Kelly's going to have them ready to roll. I don't think they're going to be real happy with the way they played against Florida State last week. I just I just feel like this is a spot here where Brian Kelly gets this team fired up and they come out and take care of business early.
0: Yeah, especially if the Williams kid runs the football the way he did last week against Florida State. And Book was efficient, 16-25, 2 two touchdowns. And Notre Dame has the ability to sit on the football at the end of the game better than just about anybody in college football. And I think they might do that again Saturday. That's why I'm saying, like, Louisville's kind of sneaks in the back door type yeah, possibility, I would too, that went up to- if you get 17 in the hook. Yeah. Um, in, the sure, in, the, in the under for sure. In the under for sure. You like see, under, for me, that one's
1: tough because I can see Notre Dame being a team that could put 35-40 on the scoreboard easily. Um, to me, I feel like it's going to be like – I feel like this is probably going to end up like probably around like 35-10. to 10. So you cover it and you're still under. Because you are right. Notre Dame can sit on the ball with, with everybody, with, with the best in the business. So, um, yeah, I'm uh, with yeah. you on the under. Um, but, yeah, I, I do like Notre Dame to, to come out and really yeah. handle it handle what they have to handle. Okay. 3.30 ESPN 3. three the Duke um, Blue so let's Devils get into that window take now the that short little jump from Durham to Raleigh. For those of you that have been there, that's a 15-minute trip. To Carter-Finley. Yep. Uh, I love that area. But they're going to be going to Carter-Finley Stadium to take it, on triangle. a triangle. Maybe a surprising 3-1 and NC State Wolfpack.
0: Don't turn your back on mm-hmm. the Wolfpack. Hey, CJ, what I tell you about the Wolfpack against Virginia last weekend? They're going to do it again against Duke. NC State's got a good football team. Dave Doran is coming, man. Bam Knight in the running game. I think they've settled on the quarterback position. That defense looking good. I'll take NC State. I think they're probably okay. about a This one
1: might shock I'll you a little bit. NC State I'll is take a him. favorite, I'll but it's team. only four and a half – with, with the total at 59 okay.
0: and a half. Wow. Okay. Okay. I, I don't trust the total at all in this game. But, man, Devin Leary, seven touchdown passes on the season. NC State just finding ways to win games that I don't think people think they were going to win. Chase Bryce starts picks like it's going out. Of st- I mean, he's starting eight interceptions on the season. CJ, I know I like Cutcliffe. I know Duke's a good cover machine, but four and a half in this game seems uh, yeah, criminally I mean, I think low. So. I mean, especially considering the what Duke there is showing to the you, um, this, and what they're doing so far. Is, is
1: that they're? I mean, they're not real good on any side of the ball. Um, you know, I, I, I'm with you. I, I, I that seems a little yeah. a, a little disrespectful to NC State. Um,
0: yeah. Yeah. And you know this, too. I mean, North Carolina, not a state that's big on having a lot of fans in the stands, but they will have some. And NCC, it's not the SEC. You know, it's the ACC, not the SEC and in North Carolina. But, I mean, the fans at, at Carter Finley are going to be pumped because that team has been on the road for three weeks, and they had a, a thrilling win against Wake Forest in their opener. Home crowd's going to be a huge advantage for NC State in that game versus Duke. I yeah, think. And the
1: only thing I can think is, is could, the, the guys out with the, the desert are big looking at this because time. it is kind of a rivalry game. Um, maybe that's playing into it a little bit. Um, maybe a little bit. Um, yeah, maybe. And
0: maybe yeah. NC State yeah, looking at yeah, I mean, North Carolina this, next week too. This is a potential too. trap spot Maybe the trap spot there. With um, the, um, I think if you're NC State yeah, and you're Dave I Dornham. I But see
1: that. Yeah, but, and I, but I'm, I'm with you on Dave Dornham. He's a good coach. I think he's going to have – a young team kind of really focused in not trying to get ahead of themselves. Cause if you trip up against Duke, then that game against North Carolina really loses anything it could mean for you.
0: Yeah, it loses, it loses the huge, well, the huge amount of, of kind of uh cache and respect that has coming into it. Uh, if you lose to duke this week because that's a potential game day type game maybe i don't know the schedule next week but it's got that feel to it right north carolina's top 5 nc state right because if you're nc state won, you can right nc state and you have aspirations could be the type of being like in the see. ACC title um, game so, so you, you got can't to have finish. a trip
1: up here against duke you just can't um. oh yeah
0: well yeah, because you, if you have aspirations of playing in the title game and you're losing to Duke, then if you if you come yeah. out and you freaking lose, you know, this is the type of game that gets you beat the next week against North Carolina, too, if, if you're not prepared against Duke. You, ha- you have to come out with a purpose and passion and be ready to play that game. And if you don't um, cut and those guys, we'll give them a no. Struggle. But I, I really I like don't. where NC State's um, at, CJ. Yeah, um, yeah, I, what's I our like next NC game, mean, I mean, I mean do you have a different take on that? Or?
1: Um, so, 3.30 on ABC – We have the Central Florida Golden Knights uh, travel to Memphis, Tennessee, to Liberty Bowl Memorial Stadium to take on the Memphis Tigers.
0: Okay. I mean, redemption game for both these teams, both coming off of tough losses, both have good offensive teams, both have, have been playing good football. You know in the last few years, but man, I don't know where to go with this game, CJ. I'll probably say Central Florida is about a four and a half point favorite, and I'll
1: uh, Central Florida total is high point and I'll probably favorite the total, total of seventy three in it
0: is. over. Wow, I mean, I'm probably still taking the over there because of the the quarterback play you're going to get in this game. The teams average forty-two and thirty-two respectively. Memphis is starting to maybe figure it out without Gainwell. They played a, a tough game against SMU two weeks ago, and they beat an Arkansas State team that puts up points and held them to twenty-four. Granted, it was the opening game of the season, but maybe Memphis defensively is pretty stout, and they'll have something for you. Yeah, I, at home. I'm kind of with you. Um, I, I like, but the I, over I don't want to touch it one way or the other. The
1: offenses. Um, I think Central Florida. Um, given kind of, you know, they they know how to kind of handle these kind of moments, um, come off a loss. Yeah, um, I like Central Florida to win this one. I do like the over. Um, it's, it's not Tulsa, so it's I kind of much really better chance. <laughs> yeah,
0: man, because, I mean, Memphis, it just, yeah, I'm with you. Not, not And it's going to be a great game. And both defenses, I think, are a little bit more underrated than maybe what they're giving credit for. <clears throat> I mean, Memphis, is, Memphis gave up 30 in a last-second field goal to SMU and 24 to Arkansas State. That put up 59 in a win tonight. I mean, UCF – I don't know if UCF's played a great team yet, though. Georgia Tech – yeah, but then again, Tulsa might be, so – Just tough. I think you're right, though. All right. Next
1: 3:30, SEC Network. What do we got
0: next? The lane
1: train of Old Miss travel into Fayetteville, Arkansas, Razorback Stadium to take on Arkansas. Uh, Old Miss is a two-point favorite. I'm going to say Old Miss is a field goal.
0: I'm taking the under on the total. Hear me out on this. I think Ole Miss defensively is uh, better than what they showed against Bama, okay? And I don't think Felipe Franks is going to put up 40 on them. And I think they're going to win the football game scoring some more points on Arkansas. I'm thinking yeah, Ole Miss I think this thing like 40-30 you're under um, the toe.
1: Granted, you know, we all know Leach and Lane can light up the scoreboards. Um, but I still feel like that's, that's a little high. I do like – I am with you. I do like Ole Miss in this one. I don't think uh, – Felipe Franks is not the level of quarterback um, that Matt Jones is at uh, Bama. Um, they don't have nearly the horses. I mean, they don't have a guy – that can run the football like they do at Alabama. Uh, It's just – it's a much different level of athlete that Alabama can try out there. Uh, Let's just be real. Um,
0: Yeah, I mean, hey, Snoop Connor had a great game. Corral and those boys are are excellent. I think that they are going to – Continue their offensive type. Yeah,
1: no, I'm, type I'm with you.
0: On, I, I and, uh, and like points against a, Arkansas to get a win here.
1: Okay, so we'll slide on here. ESPN three three thirty kickoff. Eku travels into Troy, Alabama, to uh, Veterans Memorial Stadium there to take on the Fighting Neil Brown Trojans, former Neil Brown Trojans of Troy.
0: Okay, um, Neil School. He grew up rooting for against the school that he now, you know, used to coach and and. Uh, that's uh, a, there is no total for this whatever. one. Nice little um, story. story. I don't. I don't, I don't know. CJ and probably and Troy minus favor. twenty. <laughs>
1: Yeah, no, good for them.
0: Um, Wow. Yeah. yeah, Troyal dominating, but good for you that they got to win last week. So now we're
1: at the three thirty kickoff. We're in the four o'clock section Um, on ESPN. The eleventh ranked Texas A and M Aggies traveling to Starkville, Davis Wade Stadium to take on the Bulldogs of Mississippi State.
0: Man, Legion them need to win bad, down there in Stark Vegas. That's for damn sure. And Texas A and M, they're riding high, right? You know, and offensively looking good. CJ, I know this total because I've been staring at it all week, and I don't understand how it's only five points, man. Um, it it it's just. Man, are they just thinking A and M is just right for the picking, and that defensive secondary is not good, and they don't have the plan like the last two teams that have shut down Mississippi State and Kentucky and Arkansas have defensively, and they think Mississippi State can put up some points and play them in a tough game. Yeah, <sighs> I kind of think that's might might be what happens, and I kind of like that, and I kind of like that total, but I kind of think five is still too small of a number not to take. A and M, and what they have offensively this year, with the way Costello has looked since LSU, it just and Spillerman is good. And we don't know the status of uh, Kylan Hill. If he doesn't play, that's a huge loss. And we've seen Mississippi State offensively. I mean, Arkansas's not the elite uh, one of the elite defenses in the conference for sure, and they only got 14 in turnover field game, and they got a, didn't even get any offensive points yeah, against I don't Kentucky. Know
1: uh, yeah, I, unless I mean, you're just thinking, it's you know, AM kind of stumbles after a big one. I I'm kind of with you on that because I'm not really sure what to make of it myself. Um and that that's one of those that I I wouldn't touch. I, I, I'd expect A and M to, to win this thing. Because um, I just I don't see how I just don't see how they screw up that bad against the team in Mississippi State that's just yeah. really, quite frankly, not that good.
0: Yeah. Like, Mississippi State defensively, though, is good against, is pretty decent in stopping the run. But I think those numbers are a little skewed. They don't run the ball at all, but they are giving up a lot of yards to the air, which makes me even more susceptible to thinking that Kellen Mond's going to have a big game there. And they can run the football pretty well on the offensive side of it, and I think they'll run it well enough to keep good balance and keep Mississippi State, you know, in in situations where they can't pin their ears back and get after Kellen Mond. I'll go. I'm thinking like a 38 to to 20. 24 type of game here, uh, maybe more depending on how how many bags of tricks that Leach might have and what type of crowd they have there, what kind of emotions there are, turnovers and just, yeah, you know, quick scores. But
1: okay, I'll, I'll go the Aggies. No, nah,
0: I, don't I, I don't got. There's any question? No. Nah. Um, what's next there, brother? I mean, unless nah, you got, I got there for, nothing. To, you know, to um, okay. The folks to start oh, ESPN some two. Uh,
1: how this game is nationally televised? Mm-hmm. I have no idea. The Minutemen of UMass are going to travel down to Statesboro, Georgia, Allen E. Paulson Stadium to take on Georgia Southern. Now, this is UMass's, yeah, yeah, UMass's first and and only game. Allen E.
0: Paulson, that's a that's a big one. Yep, UMass only has this one. (laughs) Only game? (laughs) That's ridiculous. Um, I'll go. I'll go UMass. Uh,
1: Georgia Southern is a thirty-one point favorite with the total at sixty-three.
0: <sighs> okay, I don't know anything on a total because I can see UMass laying a complete egg offensively. <laughs> And then Georgia Southern kind of is fine winning it like 42 to 10 or 42 to three, you know? Um, yeah. And and that's enough talk about this football game. Good for Georgia Southern. They're going to get another win and they're going to get to play more fun belt games. And we'll talk about them when they play teams in the fun belt. Yeah. Uh, um, real quick. UMass. I'm not so going to take
1: next? this one, but for fun, I will just say it. Uh, give me UMass to cover this. You know, they only get one game. I expect them to maybe get a little pumped up, probably still lose, but not that quite that bad
0: you know you can take them on that <laughs> lock draft if we we can take them on that lock draft once All we right. get there here uh, shortly uh, out on okay.
1: the ACC network uh, UVA travels into Winston Salem into Trustfield to take on the Demon Deacons at Wake Forest truest yeah sorry truest
0: truest you mean truest it's hard i know we all struggle with it it and like you just watched that baseball game from what should have what should have been suntress ballpark well not it would have been if 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 the freaking we were playing uh the games at home stadiums like i forgot about that but that's where the braves play so truest is does not roll off the tongue cj you are correct about that um man i have no idea what to make of this game there's no uh, way i'm watching UGA it. Minus two i'll and probably a say virginia minus minus three and in the hook. And a half. Not a, that's mean, what we do and man, we're man. honest can we can we be honest about about it here like this is this is this is all we need to talk about here this is this way virginia game um, the offense is probably going to score some points because Wade can score points. They put up, what, 42 in the lost NC State? And Virginia gave up a lot of points in to, to NC State as well. Common opponent. They look bad against Virginia, too. Probably points in this game, but that's all I'm even thinking yeah, about. Yeah, it, really it, unless it you're a
1: fan of either I program, I don't think I don't know. You're, this is not a feeling game uh, at I'm all. Very much with you on that one. <clears throat> Okay. Um, well, the next one,
0: the next On one would have been board. LSU On Florida, but obviously that's board, been postponed please please due to stop COVID. About Wake Forest, please. So <laughs>
1: we, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um,
0: good timing so for the Tigers not to, to have to uh, play Florida, though. Uh,
1: CBS Sportsnet. We'll see North Texas travel to Murrow's Tennessee okay. and to Johnny Red Floyd Stadium to take on the Middle Tennessee State Raiders. The Murph.
0: I'll take the Raiders probably as like a four-point favorite. Um, CBS Sports Network has two games though in the 5-6 o'clock games. I know that. That's going to be weird. Is like they have an alternate channel or something like you got to go channel surf again for Marshall. Like, what's going on, Conference USA? If 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 Oklahoma or if if Southern Miss is if Southern Miss <laughs> or UTEP's playing in ESPN on the ESPN two time slot this week, I'm gonna lose my ever loving shit. But um, I digress. I mean, North Texas has got. They're going to score some points. Middle is going to score some points. Yeah, uh, over Texas in the game. To a half, I wouldn't touch the, the total touch of either 72. side because both teams are just too erratic. <laughs> <laughs> by Southern men.
1: Yeah, I'm not touching it. I'd say that much right now.
0: For North Texas, <laughs> eight touchdowns. It's in in middle can score points. I mean, hey man, if, if, if
1: yeah, um, yeah.
0: Uh, man, what are we looking yeah, at? Yeah, I got, I yeah, I got nothing on this. I I don't. No. right,
1: all right. What's next? Uh, six o'clock. Yeah. Um. Yeah. CBS so what, Sportsnet. What's the next there, brother?
0: <laughs> it's,
1: it's... Sees the thundering herd of Marshall traveling to Ruston. Louisiana to take on LaTex. Yes,
0: let's go. Hey, CJ. I'm going to tell you this right now. I'm going to throw you a curveball on this. I like La Tech to cover the spread. Marshall will win the football game. I think defense and running game travels for the Herd but I think they will be with inside of that number because I think by the time they get to Saturday, Marshall's probably going to be bet up. You're going to be looking at about 15 points. Uh, It's Um, 13
1: and a half right now. I know right
0: now it's still hovering at what, the Uh, total level, something
1: like that? Total's 50 and a half.
0: Yeah, I just – Around a little tends to lose
1: <clears throat> yeah this is gonna be be a good test for Marshall uh, yeah I
0: I don't know CJ. I'll say this I like the balance the hurt has on offense and I like the fact that I think that they're going to be able to throw the football in La Tech. I think they'll be able to run the ball on them too. And I think Marshall defensively if they make them one-dimensional and they can't they can't run the football which I don't think they're going to be able to boom next thing you know Marshall's pinning the ears back and getting after getting after the quarterback there. For, uh, for La Tech and, and Mr. Anthony, who has had a great season. And I, that gives me a little concern because I don't think Marshall's played a great quarterback. I mean, Zach Thomas is good. I don't know. That defense secondary is great for the herd. If they can pin their ears back and allow yeah, that defense secondary the, to, to play man on man like they can at times, I think they'll be all right. Um, but I think it'll be more competitive yeah, though, um, than what. This will definitely that total be will probably, what definitely the best quarterback I've be seen
1: so far. And that's no disrespect to the kid from Appy State. Um, but yeah, are you you sure on that though? You think you think I think he's got a better, Um, I think that's kind of the difference. That's where I'd give him that. Not, I think his arm's a little bit better. Um, you know, I, I like I said, I, I think Marshall does win this one, but I tend to side with you, um, that this one's going to definitely be closer than, than what that number is going to finish at. I mean, even right now at 13 and a half, I would still take a tech to cover that, um, you know.
0: I think so too. 37, 24 type game, maybe, or or not even that 34, 24 doc is perfectly content sitting on the football and allowing this defense to win a game. And I think that leaves the back door really wide open for uh, for the boys from Ruston, Saturday night, and we know how we know how they like to be involved in bad beats. I mean, you could definitely see them scoring some type of crazy no, touchdown. No, not at all. Bring it to thirty-seven to twenty-four at the end of the game, or something like that. I mean, would it shock you at all?
1: Yeah, no, I do too. I, I think kind you, I kind like of like you. I could see like a late score that gets you inside do. that number, and you're sitting there looking at your card, going, "What the hell?" So. Yeah.
0: Yep. How did that happen? Yeah, they're the bad beat artists for a reason, man. Yes. Extra points. Okay. Stuff so like that could happen in this thirty of on ABC. Real easily. Yeah. God. I'm with you. Uh,
1: uh, I'm gonna reserve this. Sorry. Um, number five, North Carolina travels down to Tallahassee to Dope Campbell Stadium to take on the Florida State Seminoles. How in the hell Florida State still ends up on primetime right now is beyond me? This team is so freaking bad they don't even belong in the Sun Belt. Thank God.
0: I'm actually I'm actually excited the Big Ten's coming back because I won't have to watch Florida State in primetime. Yeah, I'm with you. Um, I actually know this one already, CJ, because it opened at 10 and I was like, no way that's too good to be true and I hopped on it immediately. And now it's up to like 14, which gives me a little reason to think that like Florida State might be slightly frisky like they were against uh, Notre Dame. But I think North Carolina offensively is better than Notre Dame. And I, but, but I'm nervous for North Carolina that they just had a big, a big boy win against VT. And then they've got. Versus NC State next weekend. So I don't think that's going to happen, and I think
1: the Tar Heels roll. Yeah, it, it's 13.5 right now is what I'm showing. That's what ESPN has it as. Uh, with the total at 64, <sighs> yeah, I think I do too. Um, I mean, now uh, we've seen that North Carolina some I mean, like the points they did last week. I, it feels like Florida State's maybe kind of settled on a quarterback um, with Jordan Travis because um, obviously Blackman wasn't the answer. Yeah, um, I like North Carolina here. I, I'm kind of with you. I'd have jumped on it at 10. Maybe Florida State is a little frisky, but they're still really,
0: really, really bad. Especially on that line of scrimmage. And yeah. I kind of like North Carolina and where they're getting on the line of scrimmage right now. That wore the trenches. They seem to be getting there. I mean, you like Carter at the running back position. How's explosive. The way that he's able to get that football out To his guys distributing it Carter's really good And man Florida State's just got issues Everywhere and it's not like They've built any confidence That they'll get this thing done So the next one at Um, 730 So what's our next one there CJ Is
1: the Is Southern Miss Traveling to El Paso Texas to the Sun Bowl To take on UTEP ESPN two.
0: What what channel did you say this was one? <laughs> now wow. some. Of the,
1: that's now now I've, you do have to remember there are two. Un,
0: I, that's on. That's just not right. Right, but you also. I'm, I, I'm trying to reserve. Is, time, but do I'm you not use there are two that two I other seven thirty okay. games: Oklahoma but State, Baylor, and Vandy,
1: Missouri, that have been postponed. So that's that's caused that probably that shift.
0: I know that, but it, that's that's shameful in the Conference USA's part that somehow Marshall Law Tech is not on that. But I guess those were made a lot earlier in the year. Some of these things have been set set in stone for a while, and you can find CBS Sports Network a lot easier. But, man, that whole deal with the North Texas middle yeah. thing, also so, having it, scares me of being in the same time slot. Yeah, that's, that's
1: Conference USA for they some fudge that reason locked Terrible.
0: I don't care about this game. Southern Miss is terrible. UTEP is 3-2, and two, whatever.
1: Yeah, wow. it is. Um, but just for the fun of it, Southern Miss is a six-and-a-half point favorite with a total of 55.
0: Give me UTEP to somehow win at home. In the in the Sun Bowl, they just want to go to the Sun Bowl. Is that I why they go to so. these crappy UTEP games? Because it's like, oh man, it's El Paso. <laughs> it's cool with New Mexico. Drink tequila. you want to be here and watch the crappy UTEP. Okay, things? yeah, man. Okay, but, okay so I've already mentioned. Let's, the let's move on to the next one, one brother. Um, then, right? Yes, uh, and also Charlotte was postponed because that was going to. They were going to yep. probably be in ESPN okay. So, eight, just so like, we've got two no, kickoffs at, at eight.
1: eight. <laughs> um, We will start with uh, the 23rd ranked Virginia Tech Hokies at home at Lane Stadium hosting Boston College, a surprising three and one Boston College.
0: Man, BC is becoming a team that I like to watch. Uh, They're frisky, man. I might take them to cover this spread versus VT, depending on where it is. But I'll say VT's probably a 13-point favorite, and I'll probably let, probably take the points uh, with BC to cover because they are they find ways to win games. And they almost found a way to beat North Carolina, who people really, really like. So it looked really good, scoring points against, you know, their defense looked much better than what VT did against North Carolina. So uh, Virginia Tech is
1: a 12-point favorite with the total at 62-and-a-half.
0: Sixty-two and a half seems really big for this game for some reason. Um, you know, I get to see both teams sitting on the ball once they get leads, you know, not playing with that pace in the second half. Uh, I'll, I'll still take BC to cover. Like 34-24 maybe even Virginia Tech wins, but I could I could definitely see BC winning this game outright, CJ. I really could. I like Jerkovic. I mean, he's, he's throwing the football around. I mean, we think VT maybe settles on the quarterback with Herndon. Maybe they're finally back at full strength. They get the dub. But I, I think it's going to be a closer game than 12. I really do. They they, they struggle They struggle to, to stop the run, and that's not necessarily BC's forte. But if they're able to run the ball enough, then that pass defense gets even more leaky for Virginia Tech, and it's not been good this year. And I think VT can – maybe get bc can maybe stop bt in the run game a little bit on saturday that yeah would be a I, huge i'm, I'm with you I,
1: I like bc to to cover um i'm not sure on the outright win um because i do think virginia tech's found their quarterback but i do think this is going to be a tough tough hard fought game
0: yep yep <laughs> i'm with you
1: our last, is an our eight o'clock one, kickoff. Our
0: final on one, one. CBS. <laughs> yeah.
1: Yep. And it is the third-ranked Bulldogs yep. traveling to Tuscaloosa, Bryant Denny He Stadium. The number two-ranked Alabama Crimson Tide, without Nick Saban on the sideline. Man, I know what
0: this line is because I've because I've already got it. And it to go down. What did you get it at? Happier that I got it. Uh oh. The I took line George, has moved two and a half six.
1: points since Saban and his announcement he couldn't coach. That that should, you, here's what's amazing. The best player in the NFL is only worth a point. And Vegas and and, and Vegas Saban's is, is worth and two and a half worth two and a half. That is insane. <laughs>
0: And, man, I think, to be honest with you, I think you know they were going to lose before Saban wasn't on the So sideline. he didn't
1: have to take the loss to Kirby and ruin his perfect record
0: against his assistants. <laughs> I mean, that's a, that's a scalding hot take. Uh, yeah, and and, and, and sorry, yeah, you know, no, and that's no, definitely no, no. sarcastic. Yeah, that, that, that completely that. sarcastic,
1: and we no. wish Nick nothing but the best. And yeah, we wish Nick nothing but the best in his speedy we recovery, yeah. just like we did Bobby Bowden, who was released from the hospital today. I saw that. Um, Nick's
0: yeah, man. You always like for root to yeah, boy. Like you
1: said, yeah,
0: ball. yeah.
1: Say, yes. Saban's a West Virginia guy, so we
0: he's gonna be fine. And there's even still a chance he might be on the sidelines, CJ, if he if he gets my bad buddy but i mean he, there's a chance he still might coach on saturday if he gets three positive or three he could three but negative it doesn't tests, doesn't look, potentially doesn't coach look all that
1: promising um right now it'll be Sarkeesian coaching oh, which isn't to me is it that much of a drop-off And I mean Sarkeesian's a guy who's coached big-time football has played in bowl games so um yeah but yeah uh-huh. Bama's a four and a half point favorite totals at 56
0: I mean, CJ, I'll go ahead and start this off right here, too. That is my first-round pick and lock of the week, the draft. Give me the dogs, plus four-and-a-half. They're going to be able to run the football on Alabama. They're going to be able to throw the football on Alabama. And I think they'll stop Alabama more than a few times. Um, Yeah, the relationship between Mac Jones and those receivers is great. Yes, you know Sharkeesian and him have a have a pretty good uh, connection. It seems and seem to work really well with each other. But I just I like Georgia. I think complimentary football will win this type of game. Stetson, you know Stetson's been very good for the Dogs. Uh, Bennett, I mean, hasn't made mistakes. If he doesn't make mistakes Saturday, they're able to run the ball with severe White. I expect to see him a little bit more. Georgia's got good skill position players. And they're defensively superior in this football game to what Alabama might be throwing out there potentially. I, you know, I just this, see Georgia this winning one's this football tough for game, me. CJ. Uh,
1: simply just because I, I, I'm looking at it, and the the X factor is going to be is going to be Najee Harris. He's already got ten touchdowns on granted, five of those came last week, so half of them came in one game, right? But. His ability to run the ball. Alabama offensively, the offensive line is good. I'm with you. Um, It it, it feels like this is Georgia's best shot to get them. You got to feel like they really want this. Uh, You know, two years ago had it ripped away from them in a national title game because two you know, makes a throw on a busted coverage. (sighs) Yeah, I'm kind of with you. This game, I'm going to be locked in for. I'm pumped for this thing. Um, I here's my problem though it's Bama, and I know what they are, and this is not anything new for mm-hmm. them. And I'm not saying it's anything new for Georgia right now, but there's just something it, it this Bama team, especially when they're at home, have the feeling like the Yankees did when they played at old Yankee Stadium like you just wait on the ghost to appear, and something happens. <laughs> Yeah, just, yeah, there's something about it mystique the they, they just you know, don't aura, really right? lose at home. And it's, to me, that's kind of where I end up with it. It's like, because I could see Georgia winning this. I really, really could. But I just, I don't know. There's something about picking against Bama at home that just gives me pause—the to, cause to pause.
0: Yep, yep. Hey, man, I feel you on that. I feel you on that, having the pause for cause there. With, uh, <clears throat> with not wanting to go with the dogs. But, man, I'm going to tell you this. They're going to do a, a better job than anybody has yet on Najee Harris. Although you have maybe a little more confidence than Mac Jones in this spot because he's played in Iron Bowl and has looked really good than maybe young Stetson Bennett, who's been great. But, you know, JT Daniels is weighing in the wings potentially, and that's maybe something that – Yeah, how much is he really know,
1: looking over his shoulder play where, play. you know, Jones knows Saturday, he's the
0: guy. M- maybe. Exactly now I do feel like Bennett is is kind of in that mold where he if he continues to play like he's playing right now with that confidence man there's no reason not to think that he can get this thing done and and to say this C he, Jemming I mean, he's taken on Tennessee and they were down and it didn't phase him you know and they and they just kind of dominated that second half and then he and then he beat Auburn so I don't think this is going to be anything too big for him. Um, especially if they kind of play the formula they want to early and are able to kind of ball control and run that football and they're able to stop Bama a few times running the football themselves with Nigel Harris, then boom, Georgia gets where they want it to be. 56. I think. Um, what was that total again, though? Ah, man, that I feel like that's right on. I don't think I'd touch it one way or the other on total. Um, I mean – Going to be an amazing game. Going to be the best game of the day, game of the year potentially in in terms of the race for the college football playoff. But I can see both these teams still being in it potentially this year, just the way it works. Although that mean they could play a third time in the playoff, which would be wowzers. That'd be unbelievable, like bonkers. Like that shouldn't happen. And maybe if, but if they split
1: yeah this maybe. matchup
0: in the SEC championship, maybe it's a possibility. Maybe, just saying, just saying. Um, so, man, CJ, I'll go ahead and say I already told you my first pick of the week for the lock draft was um, Georgia plus the four and a half, man. Um, I just feel like they're a more complimentary football team than Bama. And Stetson and Bennett won't make mistakes. And I'm going to bet against Nick Saban in the <laughs> Tide um, yeah. or Nick Saban okay. coaching remotely. Right, coming out strong. I like it. Night.
1: All right, I'm going to come out with my first one. Um, I'm going to go a little, 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 little bit of my heart with this one. Give me the Liberty Flames minus three in, at Syracuse. hmm
0: Okay. So we're both kind of taking a, a big swing and a uh, potential miss on our first picks of the week, but, but I like it. I like it. Um, so, CJ, my, my second pick of the week – would have been Cincinnati had they been playing, but they're not. So, unfortunately, as, I'll, as they'll call it sometimes, the old homer pick, I'll go with Old Miss minus the two against uh, Arkansas. I, uh, I think they're going to score points, and I think their defense is going to be good enough against what Felipe Franks and Arkansas offensively is not a as efficient as any of those teams that they've been kind of shredded against okay, the last couple of nice. weeks. So, I'll All take right. Old Miss uh... and Lane Train to get their second win of the season.
1: I'm going to take one. I feel like you kind of talked me into a little bit here. Um, give me – yeah, maybe
0: okay. sneak attack. Maybe I was trying to persuade you for this. You uh, never know now. Give me Boston College sneak attack, plus man, 12. Sneak attack. No, no. I wouldn't do that. I wouldn't do that. Maybe. <laughs> I love it. I love it, though, man. I love it. I yeah, think they that's are. A, they, they really are. I oh mean, the boys from Chestnut Hill are playing good football. And – and and that's that's a lot of points, a lot of points in that game versus VT. Who we're not really sure what they are either yet. Um, man, my third one here, CJ. Man, it's it's tough, and I feel like I'm I'm playing with a lot of fire by by picking it, but ah, man, I love BYU minus five on Friday night. Against against the Cougs and Dana. I just – I think they're a more complete team. I think they've played more games. I think they have more cohesion, more they're, – they're more together as a football team. I mean, yeah, they looked efficient. And once they got going against Tulane, Houston did. But I just don't see that as a as a recipe no, for success I, against this BYU, BYU that team that's going to be fired right. up for this uh, for, for my sure. third one, um, I'm going to go to the SEC
1: – Give me South Carolina sure. plus three and a half. Yes. Sir.
0: Like it, man. Taking a cox plus three and a half. Yeah, get, getting raged out. Um CJ, my fourth one, man. I feel I feel a little a little bit uh I, I, I should say a little superstitious in picking this, but I think it's it's a play that I'm okay being on this side. Give me the Mountaineers, minus the 22.5. I, 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 I was kind of eyeballing that one, too. What really... Yeah. Um, yeah, it feels
1: like
0: a that strong fourth round there? selection. Okay.
1: Um,
0: value pick there, buddy. Value pick.
1: This one... A, a, a little bit. Um.
0: I sniped you there, didn't I? I sniped you on yeah. that.
1: Pick. God, I feel bad about
0: my fourth round I'll pick that. here a little, little bit. Drink on that um, Thank you.
1: Give me East Carolina plus two and a half.
0: Ooh, man, okay, yeah. Maybe I mean, one of those I mean, draft picks you look at against, and the guy gets injured, and you're like, "Damn!" I mean, I and I, I, I hate picking, picking
1: against him. Navy. It's just.
0: You're you already regretting I, it now. Just it?
1: what I've seen out of Navy, um, offensively they've really struggled, and defensively they've they've not been a whole lot better. Um, and I just feel like Eastern Kentucky is going to going to be do enough to to find a way to win that game at
0: home. Yeah, I'm with you. Um, so my fifth pick is the first pick I made of the week: <laughs> North Carolina minus thirteen and a half against the Knowles down there Doug Campbell. No doubt, Don't win by two touchdowns. Sam Howe, Mac Brown going back into that to that land. There's the top five team. Florida State's not the old Florida State. That's not. It's not Bobby's Florida State. Nice. It's not even Jimbo's early Florida State. Give me the Tar Heels. I, I 13 and a half. Can't believe I got him in the fifth I, round, I man. Hey, you know, you yep, know, you know yep, the standings yep, was. last week, though, right? Remember um, that was what four to one it, versus yeah. two to three. All right, my fifth one. one I, yeah. Better step it up, then
1: let's I, go. Yeah, on well, my fifth one, I've with kind of a couple of, of these picks that i made in the fourth round, but I'm feeling um, good about it. Just, just being but, honest. But I have settled into one, and I'm actually <laughs> very surprised you didn't take it. Give me the Wolf Pack minus four and a half. Yeah.
0: Hey, man. I love it. That was what I was debating on there. <laughs> Hey, if we had a Super Six and it was still been around, I would have, uh, would have taken yeah. it. I like, yeah, no, I, like, I, I like just gotta I I like be keep a looking at you, that man.
1: one. And yeah, I'm, I'm starting to really kind of get well, told on NC State. Well,
0: don't turn your back on the wolf pack. Hey. Yeah, they're, no, I, I do, I, and I've always they're figuring something Jordan out the there, really. They they really are.
1: They've really started to kind of get that thing you know, strolling in in the right direction. Yeah, so no, I, I think they.
0: Yeah, so no, I'm kind of cooking, I'm... man, <laughs> and they're gaining confidence too. Yeah, and you're betting against Duke, man. So I mean, hey, you got to feel kind of good about that right now. Um, so hey, CJ, man, ready for this weekend? Football is. I mean, the Big Ten's back next weekend.
1: Yeah, sweet. I do some more homework, (laughs) by the way.
0: So we'll at least get to talk about those teams, I guess. Now, yeah. (laughs) Got to. I mean, hey, if you're touching anything but a Big Ten under (laughs) or maybe a Big Ten over next weekend, uh, depending on depending on the matchups. Yeah, who knows what's going to happen there, man? But um. Till next time, CJ. We'll, uh, we'll get at them a little bit later. Like we said, we'll talk a little about the Kansas WVU game uh, for you. Um, and, uh, you know, more baseball conversation as well. And always, always, uh, we'll keep our eye on yes, the herd, sir. too. See you so, until uh, next time, man. mean, hope you all.